Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Who actually controls the Middle East? Is it the United States? Is it Israel? Is it Russia? Today, Pastor J.D. shares with us that it seems that the previous administration under Barack Obama paved the way for Russia to gain control over the Middle East. This is because Russia wants to control the massive natural gas and oil reserves that have been discovered in Israel. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 15, 2018. I want to talk about the developments surrounding the Israel-Syria border and perhaps more importantly, the significance of what it all means. Now, you might be asking, well, why aren't you talking about all of the other stuff that's going on? And there is a lot of stuff going on, right? I mean, so much is happening in the world geopolitically, but the reason why I want to focus on this is because it seems that this is the priority of world leaders today. It's centered on Israel chiefly, and with it, what's happening in Syria as well. So much so that I would argue this is an indication of how close we are to the fulfillment of two specific Bible prophecies that we talk about often. And I'm speaking, of course, of Isaiah 17, uh, verse 1, and also Ezekiel 38 in its entirety. I want to take it a step further and also argue that the details, specifically in the Ezekiel 38 prophecy, point to the imminent fulfillment of both prophecies. Now, I say that because Isaiah 17, which is a prophecy concerning the destruction of Damascus, Syria, that is brought to a ruinous, I'm using that word for a reason, hang on to that word, a ruinous heap, and becomes uninhabitable. I truly believe that that will serve as the catalyst for the Ezekiel 38 prophecy, which is a prophecy about a Russian and Iranian-led alliance of nations that come from the north vis-a-vis Syria, subsequent to the destruction of Damascus, and they come into Israel to take a spoil, and uh, that is the prophecy in Ezekiel 38. Now, It's interesting to note, and we've talked about this before, that Syria is not mentioned in the list of nations in Ezekiel 38. Now, why is that important? Because that would seem to indicate that 
Syria, Damascus in particular, is destroyed prior to the fulfillment of Ezekiel 38, explaining the absence of Syria from that prophecy. So to me, that's that fits. Uh, so that's one reason, but there's another reason uh, that I believe that we are on the cusp of these two specific prophecies coming to pass. And the second reason is this. In Ezekiel 38, there's a detail about a great earthquake in the land of Israel at the same time of the attack. So I am personally of the belief that everything happening in Israel, against Israel, and particularly on the border of Israel, is evidence that these prophecies are indeed beginning to come to pass. And if you'll hear me out, I'll present my case. I'll start with this Times of Israel report about the top deputy commander of Iran's Revolutionary Guards boasting that the Islamic army in Syria and in the Golan Heights is awaiting orders to eradicate the evil regime of Israel. The commander also stated that the Tehran-backed Hezbollah terror group, get this, had 100,000 missiles aimed at Israel. In the speech for the anti-Israel Al-Quds Day in June, Hussein Salami said, today, quoting, an international Islamic army has been formed in Syria, Syria, and the voices of the Muslims are heard near the Golan, that's the border between Israel and Syria. Orders are awaited so that the eradication of the evil regime Israel will land and the life of this regime will be ended for good. The life of the Zionist regime was never in danger as it is now. I suppose it should come as no surprise that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is meeting with Putin again for what's now the ninth time in just three years. According to the Jerusalem Post, before taking off, Netanyahu told reporters he will discuss with Putin Syria, Syria, Iran, and Israel's security needs. That was on Monday. Then after the meeting that took place on Wednesday, the Times of Israel reported that Iran's presence in Syria was discussed and that it will be the main issue when Trump meets with Putin in Finland tomorrow. Uh, before first service, we were uh, talking about and looking at the time difference. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Hawaii time tomorrow, it will be at, uh, so there, uh, boy, this is, so 2 p.m. Eastern time, we're six hours behind. Uh, Finland, Helsinki is uh, 13 hours ahead. So I think it's, what did we say? 8 a.m. Thank you so much. 8 a.m. Hawaii time tomorrow, uh, Trump meets with 
Putin on the heels of Netanyahu meeting with Putin now for the ninth time. What do you think they're talking about? Uh, I know Trump has talked about what he's wanting to talk to Putin about, but guess what the main topic is going to be? The main topic is going to be Syria. Wait a minute, what about collusion? No, Syria. Sorry, I kind of slipped that in real quick. What about the indictments? No, Syria. What about the elections? No, Syria. What about the hacking? No, Syria. Syria is serious. <laughs> yeah. All right. It seems Israel is demanding that Russia enforce the full withdrawal of Iran and its proxies from Syria. In response, Russia has warned that this is an unrealistic expectation. Quoting the Times, Israel has repeatedly said it will not allow Iran or its Shiite proxies to establish a permanent presence in post-war Syria. We talked about this last week. That's why they're still there. Uh, The question is, okay, you can go now. No, they're not going anywhere. Uh, Why are they not going anywhere? Because of what we're told in God's Word. They're there because they want to attack Israel and take a spoil. That's why they're still there. Post-war, the war's over, you can go home now. Aloha, thank you very much. No, we're not going anywhere. This is why I wanted you to hang on to that word ruinous. I'm quoting the Times of Israel. Listen to this concerning Syria. After years of ruinous civil war, Iran and its proxy militias, including the Lebanese, Hezbollah have built up a formidable presence stretching from the Iraqi border through central Syria to Lebanon, my birthplace in Lebanon. So, while the jury is out on what will come out of the Trump-Putin meeting tomorrow, which is going to be really interesting... It is rumored that some type of agreement will be reached concerning Iran's pronounced presence on the Syria-Israel border. According to Ynet News, Putin and Trump are likely to reach an agreement during their discussions about, this is interesting, the stationing of Syrian forces on the border with Israel in the Golan Heights and about Iranian and Hezbollah forces vacating the area in partial accordance with a long-standing Israeli demand that they leave the war-torn country entirely. You know what's interesting about all of this? And nobody's really talking about it. Is that Putin's Russia now controls the Middle East. Now think about this. And you'll forgive me for the bluntness with which I say this, but we can thank one Barack Hussein Obama for that. He basically wrote an open check, said, here, take the Middle East. 
I, I, I will be able to, I wasn't with that accent, but you remember that hot mic moment? I'm sorry. <laughs> Everything's in a Middle Eastern accent. That's how, how I think and breathe and dream. And, but remember when that hot mic moment, when he told the then president of Russia after the election, uh, tell Putin I'll have more uh, flexibility. For, for what? What? Oh, come on. So, Russia holds all the cards. Well, why do I point that out? Because is that not what we're told in Ezekiel 38? It's exactly as we were told it would be. Russia, Iran, Russia, Iran. And make no mistake about it. These are not, you know, really that chummy friends. I mean, they have a mutual defense treaty. But I'll never forget recently when Netanyahu was being interviewed by, I think, uh, Janine Pirro on Fox News. It was either Janine Pirro or Levine. I don't remember which one anyway, but it's, it's immaterial. And he said that Russia and Iran are competing for the spoils. He used that word. I almost fell off my chair. We talked about that in a previous update. I mean, they're using the words verbatim that we have in these prophecies written some 2,500 years ago. So, in light of all this, one would think that Russia and Iran in Syria would be the greatest threat to Israel. Not to say that it's not. However, according to the Times of Israel, experts are warning that after more tremors, it's a great earthquake that's the greatest threat facing Israel today. Here's some of what the article had to say. A minor earthquake hit northern Israel on Monday evening, bringing the number of tremors in the area in recent days to more than, get this, you ready for this? Wait for it. (laughs) Here it comes. Forty. Forty. Further fueling fears that a major earthquake could be on its way. Experts will tell you that when you start having this much activity, that that much frequency, even in that intensity, it's without doubt a precursor to what's coming. What's coming? A great, greater earthquake. The threat of an earthquake is, in my eyes, the greatest threat facing the state of Israel, geologist Ariel Hyman told Hadashat News on Friday It is definitely a greater threat than the Qassam rockets fired from Gaza, of which there are many still. And it's a far greater danger than the Iranian threat. And those are threats. Israel sits on the Syrian-African rift, a tear in the earth's crust running the length of the border separating Israel and Jordan and is part of the Great Rift Valley, which extends from northern Syria to Mozambique. 
The last major earthquake to hit the region was in 1927, a 6.2 magnitude tremor that killed 500 people and injured another 700. And experts have warned Israel is due for a major quake in the near future. I want to draw your attention to the prophecy in Ezekiel 38. And I want to read beginning in verse 18 through to verse 23. Listen. It will come to pass at the same time. At the same time. The same time as what? At the same time when Gog comes against the land of Israel, says the Lord, that my fury will show in my face. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath, I have spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. At the same time that they come to attack Israel. Listen to how great of an earthquake this is going to be so great that the fish of the sea, the birds of the heavens, the beasts of the field, all creeping things that creep on the earth, and all men who are on the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. The mountains shall be thrown down. That's a mega quake. The steep places shall fall. And every wall, wall, (laughs) don't read too much into that. (laughs) Every wall shall fall to the ground. I will call for a sword against Gog throughout all my mountains, my mountains, (laughs) says the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother. This is going to be a bloodbath. And I will bring him to judgment with pestilence and bloodshed. I will rain down on him, on his troops, and on the many peoples who are with him. Flooding rain, great hailstones, fire and brimstone, fire and brimstone. Wow! Thus, I will magnify myself and sanctify myself and... I will be known in the eyes of many nations. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. That's the only conclusion. That's the only explanation that it was God, not the IDF, not Israel, not the U.S. You have this great horde, insurmountable odds, this vast army, and they come against Israel, and they're destroyed? No, you're going to know that it was me. It wasn't you. This, this had to be God. And oh, by the way, uh, this article we just read, uh, where this will be the end of the <laughs> evil regime of Israel, you know, for good, You probably should read this part about where God does that to you. 
So that's kind of how it ends. Spoiler alert. Okay. Here's the question. And it's a question that is before every single one of us today. Here in this beautiful church that I'm privileged to pastor and online, watching from wherever you're watching online. Here's the question. If we're now seeing that which will take place at the time of the end beginning to come to pass now, wouldn't that mean that we're really close to the end? Please, it's not a rhetorical question, right? Rather, it's my hope that You know, God's given us an intellect. Let's use it. Let's be reasonable. Let's even be logical. Nothing wrong with being logical. Oh my goodness, we could use some more (laughs) reasonable logic, if I can say it that way. Let's just use our intellect and just think about it logically and reasonably. We're seeing things that will ultimately find their fulfillment at the time of the end, during and in the seven-year tribulation, starting to happen now. Russia, Iran, Syria, earthquakes, all of the above, and the many more with it. And they're beginning to come to pass now. Beginning, key word, now. Luke 21, 28. This is what Jesus said. Now, when these things, here's that key word, begin to happen. Look up and lift up your heads. Why? Because your redemption draws near. Pastor, come on, man. You tell us that every week. I know. And you keep coming back every week to hear me say it. So there. One of these weeks, Right? I won't say it. And the reason I won't say it is because I'm not going to be here to say it. And you better not be here either. Because when all this goes down, I should say before all this goes down, we go up. That's why Jesus said to look up and lift up your heads. This is why we at the end of our prophecy updates, share the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. It's because our redemption draws near. I think about what Paul wrote to the Romans about how our salvation is nearer now than before. Today our salvation is nearer. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You're too, you're, you're too sleepy. You're sleeping. You're unaware. You know when you're sleeping? I know when I'm sleeping. Um, I'm unaware of what's going on around me. Some of those of you who uh, have deep sleep, I hate you, by the way. <laughs> what's that like? Anyway, um, when you're in deep REM sleep, you have no idea what's going on around you. And that's the metaphor spiritually, that when we're sleeping spiritually, we're unaware of what's going on around us. 
Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.